The last thing we are discussing was that the Ones has to pay right away, the Mefateh, if he decides he doesn't want to get married. And we said the Ones drinks out of his own cup, meaning he's stuck with this woman forever, and the Mefateh isn't. And we want to know why don't we learn one from the other. We said because by Mefateh it says, Mahorim harena lo From the word lo, we understand that he has to willingly want her as a wife also. And with that, we are starting Mem Amud Aleph, second line in, towards the end, which says Ketzad. Now we're on the third line. Ketzad Shoteba Atzitzo. So, how is this person stuck with this plant? So, the Gemara explains. I said this in front of Rav Zevit from the Hadeh. And I asked a question. Let the Ase of Loti Yeleisha, it should be his wife. And push away the lotase of a mamzeret, meaning if she's a mamzeret, he should still be stuck with her. And Tosfot explains, obviously it can't be on the lady who was mizana, but at least on the on the lady who was a mamzeret, he should be stuck with her. Let the of loti leisha come push away the love of a mamzeret. So Amar Ali, so Rav Zavid explained it to Rav Kana, Hecha amrina nete ase vinitche lotase. When do we say an ase should come and push away lotase? That's kegon mila besarat. That's like if they if a baby has a sarat on his brimila area, you can't do the ase of brimila without cutting off the the, the tsarat, which is an isur in itself. Aval hacha of here you could do both. If she says I don't want to be married to the guy, is there even an ase? And even if she wants to marry him. This is her lucky ticket. She get married. Still, we tell her that no, you don't want to get married to him. It's not allowed from the Torah. And by the way, Tosfot uh, right away jumps in and he explains that this whole connection of Milab Tzarat to this case is not 100%. They just brought it as uh, as the proof of point, but it's not 100% comparison. And you can't use this to learn that Aseh Duhayolot Aseh. And it's a fascinating Tosfot in regards to Tzitzit. Also, he gets from there, from Aselot Aseh to, uh, to the whole onion of Tzitzit, uh, putting uh, wool with 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 uh, linen, and very good. I look into that Tosfot. But next, the Mishnah says, Yetoma shenit arsa venit kasha, a Yetoma, an orphan, who got engaged and got divorced. Rabbi Elazar Omer Haones Hayav Amfate Patur. Rabbi Elazar holds that if a person forces away with her, has to pay her fine, and if a person seduces her, he's pat- he's patur from paying the fine because she was muhalit. And Ritva explains Rashi that this is dafka the the knas, but the bosh the pekam he would have to pay because they belong to her father, and she cannot be muhaldat. And the Rosh argues and he holds that she could be muhaldat. And Tosfot brings a Yerushalmi who says, like Rashi, and very Kedal Ginsturgia also. The Gemara starts. Amara ba bar barhana, Amara bi Yohanan, Rebil Azar, Beshitat Rebi Akibara bo Amara. Rebil Azar who said that the Mefate is Patur, he was talking about where the father is still alive, but we're talking about a situation where she got engaged, she got divorced. And she has the din of a yetoma, and still the mefateh is patur from giving her the knas because she was mohelit. And that's the shita of Rabbi Akiva. He learned, Rabbi Lazar learned that from his rabbi, Rabbi Akiva. The Amar, because Rabbi Akiva said before on Daf Lamed Hayat Amud Aleph, he said, Yesh la knas, uknasa la atzma. She has the fine, but the fine goes to her.
And that was talking about Nara who got engaged and she got divorced. So you see, Rabbi Azar holds like Rabbi Akiva. So the Gemara asked me, my, what makes you say that Rabbi Azar was talking like the case of Rabbi Akiva where she got engaged, she got divorced, her father's still alive, and she gets to keep the fine. So the Gemara explains, because it says, It says by Yetoma that Rabbi Azar holds that the Ones has to give the fine by is Patur. And from the fact that the Mfateh is patur, the Chorad, the Knas for the Pitui, has to go to the dad. Obviously, it's not going to the dad. It was supposed to go to the woman herself, the Nara herself, but she forgave him when she was seduced. So the Gemara says, now, Yetoma, Pshita, makes sense that Yetoma, it goes to her because there's no father, and therefore it goes to her, and she's Mohelet. Ela, Hakamash Malan, what are we talking about? The Nara, Shinta Kitoma. That a ne'ara who got engaged and she got divorced, she has a deen of a yetoma. Ma yetoma le'atzma, the same way yetoma, her knas is shayach to her, not to her father. Af ne'ara shinit asanit v'nitgasha le'atzma, same thing with a ne'ara who got engaged and got divorced, the knas goes to her, not her father. And that's exactly like Rabbi Akiva, and Amar Rabbi Zera, Amar Baba Shila, Amar Avamnuna Sava, Amar Avadabarava, Amar Av, the halacha is Kerebi El Azar, well, like Rabbi Akiva, that the knas goes to her herself. And Kare Ale, the Rabbi El Azar, and they said about Rabbi El Azar, Tubiana, the Hakimaye, he is the happiest of the Hakamim. Why? Because everyone is praising him, and the Rashba explains because he, not only the halachas like him, but his tam was accepted, his reason was accepted. Next, Mishnah. What is considered embarrassment that the Ones and the Fateh have to pay? So the Mishnah explains depending on the person embarrassing, doing the embarrassing, and the person being embarrassed. Rashi explains that if a person who is embarrassing, the embarrasser, is someone in the middle, then that's that's a, that's a very big embarrassment. But if the person doing the embarrassing is not so important, he's not a hashuv person, or he's a very hashuv person, then the embarrassment is not as much. Very interesting, Rashi. Because in Baba Kama, he explains the lower person is the less the embarrassment. And there's a run who is like Rashi over here. Interesting, uh, Sugya. Uh, but also, the, it all depends on the person getting embarrassed, meaning the more important the person is, the more the embarrassment. So, number two, Pegam. Uh, when we say that the de- depreciation, the woman is worth more and now worth less. So how do we look at that? So Ro'in Otak Ket Bashuk. We'll look at this Nara uh, as if she was a maidservant being sold in the market. So how pretty was she? And how pretty is she now? And the difference in price, that's what he has to give. Knas the fine, that's fifty shekalim. Guess if that's uh, that's standard because that's from the Torah. Anything with the standard price from the Torah, that's equal to when it comes to everyone. And right away, the Gemara asks a question. What makes you say that the 50 shekel kesef that the Tonis and Fatef to pay, that does not include the boshet, the pagam? Let's say it's 50 selaim, and that includes everything, including the boshet, including the pagam. That's it. He walks out 50 kesef, that's it. So I'm going to be because it doesn't make sense. Because Yomru, Ba'al Bat Melachim Hamishim, Ba'al Bat Heliotot Hamishim, 
People are going to say, if a person is with a princess, it's 50 kesef. If he's with the simpleton's daughter, it's 50 shekel kesef. There's no difference. How could that be? So, if that's your logic, then that you have the same deen with a uh, with a case where a bull gored and killed an Ivid Kenani, where the Torah sets the price for 30 shekel kesef, they're going to say also, And the Ayved who knows how to poke holes, he knows how to deal with pearls, the diamond, this guy is worth a lot. His profession is a lot. He's worth 30. And then you have the Ayved who only knows how to stitch things together. He, his, the, the work he does is very, very uh, minute. People are going to say, you gourd a Ayved, uh, it's the same price, price no matter what. Meaning that logic can't work. It can't work by uh, by uh, by the Nara and it can't work by the Ayved. It makes sense that when you give 50 Shekel Kesef, it has nothing to do with the Boshet and Pagam. Because let's say two men were with her. One was with her, not the usual way men and women are together. And the second one was with her, the usual way men and women are together. So again, the Chorah, both of them have to pay 50 shekel kesef because the first one was with the Betula and the second one was with the Betula. So again, people are going to say, they're going to say, if a person was with a regular Betula, it's 50. And if someone was with a woman who's been with a man before, she's a Betula, technically, you also have to pay the same price, the same 50. And obviously you can't say that. Rather, you have to say that he also has to pay kanas plus the boshet, plus the pagam, and everything else. And it's not one all-encompassing price, 50 shekel kesef. Amade Abaye, he doesn't like that logic either, because if that's the case, then then they'll say the same thing with uh, the Ayved, who you're supposed to pay 30 shekel kesef. You're going to say, Ayved bari sheloshim, Ayved mukeshehin sheloshim. Ayved that was healthy, you have to pay 34. Fine. But Ayved Mukeshahin, Ayved who has full of uh, boils and doesn't look good, he's not healthy, you also have to pay 30. How could you say such a thing? Meaning that logic doesn't work. Rather, you have to look at the Pasuk itself. Amar Kera, the Pasuk says, it says that the, the man who's with who's honest a woman and he's with her, he has to pay fifty shekel kesef because it, it, because he made her suffer. This fifty shekel kesef is because he made her suffer. It sounds like what my understanding is this is only for the suffering for the boshet and the pagam. That's something totally else. And therefore, you have to pay that also. That's how he learns it. Rabbi Amar, he learns it from Pasuk also. Amar Kedah, Pasuk says, That the man who is with the, this woman, that he has to give the father of this woman, Hamishim Kesef. And why does it say Hashochev Ima in that Pasuk? The, the, the enjoyment of the Shechiva, of being together, he has to pay 54. It sounds like I'm understanding that there's also other things he has to pay for. Boshet amgam. So the Gemara says ve'ema ledida. Maybe the boshet amgam money goes to her. Maybe we could understand that the okay the 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 knas goes to the father, but everything else goes to the girl. Amar kera the pasuk says this is talking about uh, vows. Bin orea bet aviha. 
Her na'arut goes to her father. What does that mean? We understood with Doresh that kol shevach ni'ureha le'aviha. All prophets as a na'ara goes to her father. Okay, so the Gemara says, "Ve'elahade amar Rav Huna amar Rav minayin shemaase habat le'aviyah." So what uh, Rav Huna said in the name of Rav? How do we know that anything that a girl works for and she makes money? How do we know it goes to her father? Shneima v'chim kor ish et bitol le'ama ma'ama maase adel le'raba. We're comparing a person's bat to an ama. The same way an ama, whatever she does, a maidservant, whatever she does, goes to her master. Afbat maase adel le'aviyah. Same thing a daughter. Everything she makes goes to her father. Lamali, why do I need that holy mood, that comparison? Why don't I just say that everything a girl makes goes to her dad? I learned it from that pasuk. Ela, you have to say, Rather, you have to say that that pasuk is talking about annulling vows. But that's it. You can't learn from it anything in regarding to boshet and pagam. And if you want to say, oh, let's just learn from Nedarim about Boshet and Pagam being to her father, the same way he has a right to uh, annul her vows, he has a right to the, to the money of her Boshet and Pagam. We don't learn money laws from Isur laws. They're, they're two different things. And if you want to say, okay, let's learn that, she, that the father gets the Boshet and Pagam because he gets the Knas. We don't learn money laws from knas laws. Knas, a fine, is something totally different. Rather, you have to say that the Bosh of Magam goes to the father. Why the Because the father could always give her over to her, to some Nuval, someone disgusting, someone full of boils on him. Meaning the the father has the ability to embarrass her when it comes to bi'ah, and therefore he sort of owns her embarrassment, her boshet, her pegam, and that's why if someone is honest, then he also the father also gets the boshet and pegam. Meaning he could have made money by giving her over to some weirdo and that everything would have went to him. So therefore, if someone's honest and she gets uh, she gets a bosh at Pugam, he should also be able to get it. And that's the logic. Next, we learned the Mishnah Pegam. How do we figure out uh, the depreciation? We would look at her as if she was a maidservant being sold in the in the, in the marketplace before and after her dishonest. What would be the difference? And that's the difference you'd have to pay. So how exactly do we figure out the price? So Amar Abu Shmuel, the father of Shmuel, said, "Omdin kama adam ten ben we see the difference in price that a person would pay for a maidservant who's a betulat, a be'ula, uh, to serve him, and that's how much he'd have to pay. So the Gemara asks a question, wait, if a person has a shifha who's a betula or be'ula, what's to make a difference? If she, all she's doing is she's serving him, what's the difference what she is? Ela, rather, we uh, we assess how much a person would pay? We see the difference of what a person would pay for a shifcha that is a bitula beula to marry her off to his slave. So the Gemara asks, If we're just talking about an avid, what does it make a difference if she's a bitula and a bitula? Then they just giving her an avid. No, so we're talking about Ba'avid Shiesh We're talking about an Ivid that the, the master really, really likes and he wants to do him a favor, so he got some of it. 
And there's a machloket over here. Uh, Tosafot explains we don't really look at her as if she's a shifha being Sultan Ivan. We look at her, every woman, uh, to whatever level she's on. If she's a princess, you have to look at her as a princess. If she's uh, uh, not a princess, she's on a lower level. Okay, look at her on her lower level. But every woman on her on her level. And there's a Shitamik who says, no, Dafka, you have to look at her as a Shifha being sold to marry an Ivid. Interesting, Mahloka, look over there. Next, Mishnah. Wherever the father has a right to sell his daughter, meaning when she's a Ketana, if they were Oneser or the Mefater in Knas, there is no Deen of Knas. In any place where there is uh, the fine, where if a person's Ones, uh, a woman, meaning in the Arut stage, in Mechad, and the father cannot sell her. Now, Ketana, Yesh La Mecher. So, Ketana, you could sell her. Ve'en la knas, and therefore, if someone was with her by honest, then the father doesn't get the the fine money. There is no fine money. Now, ara yesh la knas, and ara if someone was with her by force, there is a fine. Ve'en la mecher, and you cannot sell her. Habogeret en la lo mecher velo knas. Once she gets over the age of twelve and a half, her father cannot sell her, and. There is no fine if there's an honest. And the Gemara starts, Amar Yudah Amarav, Zodi Verebi Meir, that's Verebi Meir, that a Ketana doesn't have a Knas. Aval Chachamim Omrim, Yesh La Knas, even Bimkom Echar, even when she's young and her father could sell her debt on Yah, Ketana Mibat Yom Echad Ve'ad Shetavi Shetei Se'arot, a Ketana from the age of one day till she has two hairs, which is the age of twelve, Yesh La Mecher Ve'en La Knas. You could sell her, and also there's no deen of knas. Mishtavishet esarot acheti bager from the age of twelve to twelve and a half, when she gets her two hairs until she becomes a bager at twelve and a half. Yesh la knas, you have that fine if someone is with her by force. Ve'en la mecher, father can't sell her. Devre rebi meir. Why shayar rebi meir omer rebi meir would say kol makom sheyesh mecher. Whenever the father has the rights to sell her as a slave. In Knas, there is no deen of a fine. If someone was with her by force, there's no Knas. Whenever there's a fine, then there, the father does not have the ability to sell her. From the age of three and up, which he's considered and then the Betulim can't come back anymore. Ve'ad she until she becomes a boger at 12 and a half. Yesh la Knas. There is a Knas if she was Ne'anas. And the Gemara asks, Knas in Mecherlo, there's only Knas, but he can't sell her. And the Gemara explained, Emma Af Knas Mecher. No, the father has the right to the fine and the ability to sell her, meaning when she's a Ktana. And Amar of Hazdamak Ahmad Rebimir, what's Rebimir's reason? Amar Kera, because the Pasuk says, Velo Tihye Leisha. And what is the understanding from the word Tihye? Bimhava Atzma Katuv Medaber. We're talking about a girl who's able to make herself married. We're talking about at least a ne'ara, verabanan, and what's rabanan source that a ktana also has a knas? So amar shlakish, amar keran ne'ara. The pasuk is ne'ara, but minus that head and meaning, it's up to us to be doresh. The afilu ktana b'mashma, even a ktana gets that knas. So shama'a rav papa bered rav hanan mibe kelohit. So Rav Papa, the son of Rav Hanan from the place called Kelohit, heard this Trashavish Lakish, where there's a minus hay in the Na'ala, is coming to say that she that the Ktana also gets a knas. So he went and he said in front of Rav Shimi Barasheh, Your Doresh that Na'ala minus hay on the fact that a Ktana gets knas. 
Anana Hamat Ninanla. We learn it on the following. Amarish Lakish Hamotsi Shemra Alaktana. If a person is Motsi Shemra, he says he didn't find Betulin on a Ktana, and we end up finding out that he's lying. He did. Patur, he doesn't have to pay the Knas. Shinemar Venatenula Viha Naara. Naara Maledi Berakatuv. It's a full nara. There's a hey this time. That means only a nara. If someone's mutsi shemra on her and says she's not a betula, then he would have to uh, pay the fine to the father. But uh, if it's a ktana, then he would not have to pay the fine to the father, because by the ones uh, there's an, the word nara minus a hen over here. It's with a hey. So matkifla ravada bar haba. Ravada bar haba has a question. Okay, so I guess you're learning this because it says nara with a hey. Halav hachi. If it didn't say nara with a hey, havamina afiluktana. It would sound like that if someone is motzi shemra. On a ktana, you be haya veha ketiv, but it also says over there in the parasha motzi shemra veime emet haya hadavar azeh. And if it ends up being true, lo nimtzeu betulim la naara veotziot la naara el petach bet avios kalu. And then they take out the naara to the father's door and they stone her over there. And it sounds like only because there's that extra e, meaning if there wasn't the he, we would punish her. Well. How could you say such a thing? Aktana doesn't get punished. Even if she did not, she doesn't get punished. Ela, you have to explain that whole Nara minus Sehei, it's not coming to take away Aktana pertaining to the halachot of Motsi uh, Shemra. Rather, it's coming to teach you a concept for all areas of halacha. Meaning, Khan over here by Motsi Shemra. It, we can't be talking a ketana, so therefore it says na'ara full with a he. Ha'kol makom shinema na'ara, every place where it says na'ara without a he, afilu ketana b'mashma. It's coming to tell me that it, all, it means also a ketana. So again, it has nothing to do with the halachot pertaining to Moti Shemra, rather it's coming to give me a, an understanding to anywhere else where it says na'ara minus a he, it means also Ketana. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Olam. Amen ve'amen.